Welcome to Movies in the Buff and this week's edition of The Storyboard, where we share industry news, pitch a streaming movie for the weekend, and give you all a preview of next week's movie, The Fisher King. God damn it. That was a good one. I know. I was trying to move it. I was I was trying so hard to like actually make it on time. I was like moving it and moving it. I was like, oh God, oh God, is this it? And I thought you were going to finish, but you didn't finish. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, what you got for news? <laughs> my my news is very simple this week. Um, you know, it's November, middle of November. We're approaching the holiday season. Everybody's uh, really in the mood for Christmas or starting to get in the mood for Christmas movies. Hallmark Channel today announced that they are releasing 37 new oh, Hallmark man. Christmas movies. <laughs> oh, which I know that there are the devout lovers of the Hallmark Christmas movies, and I totally get it. Yes. I totally get it. But, but there 37? are 37 of them. Only 12 days of Christmas. I was like, are there only 30, are there 37 days between now and Christmas? See, 37 divided by 3 is like 12 and a quarter, right? right? Well, 12 and a third. A but, third, right. Yep. No, so I mean, so like. <laughs> The 12 Days of Christmas, if you watched three and a third movie every day of the 12 Days of Christmas, then you're good. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Maybe, uh, yeah. Anyhow, yeah. I also want to point out that the image, the big the big headliner is Leanne Rimes in one of them. Right. Um, Naturally, yep. Yeah. Uh, but all of the, like, photos are the exact same photo, which is kind of what's great about these Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movies. They're the photo of a tall man... And a shorter woman, and the shorter woman holding the lapel of the tall man's jacket. Right, in like Uggs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Just, 37, folks. Yep. So, if you were worried about repeating old Hallmark movies, don't worry don't about Don't worry it. about it. Yeah. God, 37, and that's not even including all of the reruns from those old ones. Right, there are hundreds of them. Right. Plus, It's a Wonderful Life will be on every Clarence. hour. Clarence. And Christmas Story, too. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that's good. I have I have a bunch of news, but they're short uh, little segments. I have sequel news for everyone here. Okay. So, first sequel news. Gladiator 2. It's happening. Russell Crowe involved? No. Joaquin Phoenix involved? Not sure. Okay. <laughs> Probably not. It's going to be focused on Joaquin, on Joaquin Phoenix's nephew. Okay. From Gladiator, from the original. And it's going to be the nephew's story. Great. Yeah. I, I'm i like, leave it alone, man. Ridley Scott, of course, is doing it. Yeah. Right? So, but it's like, Gladiator he, he was... seems to be in the mode of like rehashing his old stomping grounds. Yeah, like, Gladiator was so good as a one-off. Just let it sit. Right. I don't, I don't feel the need to revisit that universe. Nope. You know? So that's one of them. Gladiator 2 is officially happening. The Game of Thrones prequel uh, series... It has cast Naomi Watts in a leading role. Yep. Uh, one still, of the one of the potential of five prequels. Right, but this is the one that is a, has George R. R. Martin has yeah this one's, been working on. Yeah, well, he's been working on all five. But I thought this is the this one, is the one that got greenlit. Right. I was under the impression that this was the one that he was like most closely working. Yeah, with. it's based. It's based essentially in the, in the. Yes. The old, yeah. yeah. I'll save it for later. <laughs> right. We'll see, maybe we'll do a Game of Thrones season. Uh, so that's exciting. 
you remember the old show Rescue Nine One One? No. With like William, no, it wasn't William Shatner. It was. Uh, it was basically like, do you remember the old show Unsolved Mysteries? Yeah. It was like that show, but for like nine one one calls. Okay. So they would like take live nine one one calls and then like do reenactments. That's getting a reboot. William wow. Shatner is returning as the host. Well, there we go. So, that's exciting. Moving right along, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence have uh, said that Bad Boys for Life is officially a go. And is it for life? In this title, <laughs> it is not the number four life. Because they I only am, made two of them, right? N- Ooh, was there Bad Boys 3? I don't think so. I, I think there's only two. I no. think there's Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. Yeah. So there's that one. Um, Steven Spielberg keeping with the movie musicals and Oprah Winfrey are teaming up for the color purple movie musical. So they're taking the musical that was adapted from the movie. And now they're making a movie of the musical. That makes sense. Yep. Cool. So that's happening. And then my last two here, despicable me producer has been hired by DreamWorks to relaunch the Shrek franchise. So we're getting Shrek again. Um, (laughs) Is nothing sacred? (laughs) No, nothing is sacred. Uh, Unclear whether Mike Myers is involved or not. It's going to be difficult to see and hear Shrek without Mike Myers' voice. But who knows? Or Eddie Murphy. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, And then the last thing I have is that there's going to be a Breaking Bad movie. Yeah. And uh, it's going to follow the character of Jesse Pinkman after his storyline after the series finale. Yeah. For those of you who have not seen, well, I'm not going to say anything about what happens uh, in that season, season finale, so, so you guys can go watch it. But uh, unclear whether that's going to be a movie for AMC or a released movie. Similar to like what Andrew Lincoln is doing for Walking Dead. Right. I don't know how Breaking Bad is so excellent. Right. Like, why are you the? That's one of the only series, one of three long-running series that ended perfectly. It had a good ending. Yeah, it ended very well. Yeah. So, All right. So that's that. Well, I suppose so. Yeah. I'm a little bummed about that. I just I. I in the world of sequels, I'm just like, ah, man, what? I just give me some new IP. Like, I understand right. that it's all about risk, right? Like, previously known entities and IP are, are totally bankable because people have pro- proven with their dollars that they'll watch it, right? Um, and not risk things on new content. But being an actor in in that world, you're just like, oh my gosh, I just want something new. Give me a new story, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Also. Sorry if y'all can hear the radiators whistling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag New York, and it's getting cold. But it gives us a little charm, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. Well, that's all of us here. That's all the news we got here. That's all of <laughs> Dude, what we... take. News, Ron, news time. Ron, just, just Ron Burgundy, please take over from here. Well, for all of us here at Channel 4 News, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. And thanks for stopping by. But mainly, stay classy.
everybody. Welcome to another edition of Streaming in the Buff. Just trying to do something new this week, just to, you know. <laughs> of Streaming in the Buff. Are you also trying something new by not having pants on? Hey, <laughs> my house, my rules. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, this week, Ocean's Eleven. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Ocean's Eleven, not the original Frank Sinatra version or a Rat Pack version, the sort of uh, modern Rat Pack version. Yeah, uh, with with George Clooney and all those other ones. Quick synopsis before we get going. This is a real winner. Danny Ocean and his eleven accomplices plan to rob three Las Vegas casinos simultaneously. Great. Real. It sounds really exciting. It's like that's like the the Wall Street Journal version. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Ocean and his eleven accomplices plan to rob three Las Vegas casinos simultaneously. <laughs> uh, you can find this and the trilogy of Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve, and Ocean's Thirteen. Not the new Ocean's Eight, but those three on Hulu. Yes. Uh, and I know this one is also on Crackle right now too. Oh, okay. For those of you that have Crackle. It's a free service. Right. So. so the one person who's listening who knows what that is, tell your <laughs> it's friends. It's the orange icon on every streaming platform. Right, that nobody uses because they go to the next one that's Netflix. <laughs> or the green one that's Hulu. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I I see that too. I have Crackle and I'm like, yeah, I know it's free. I, I think I'm just going to not. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just too many streaming services. I'm just going to go to HBO Go. <laughs> Poor Crackle. Unless Crackle wants to sponsor this podcast, yeah, in, which, in case, which case, bring it on simultaneously. <laughs> we will only do Crackle movies. Only Crackle movies from now on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be a short season. It's gonna be like five movies. Um, okay, enough of <laughs> ragging. They're really not gonna sponsor why, us. Why? Why am I ragging on? I Crackle? don't know. <laughs> they do nothing but provide you with a free service <laughs> that I never use. I don't take advantage. Maybe I'm just bitter that I don't take advantage of. It. <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. Yes. This is one of those movies for me that every time I go back and see it, I'm like, man, I just, this is so fun. Yeah, this is a jump in anywhere movie for me. Like, oh, yeah. Like quintessential. You and I grew up in the era of cable television when like everybody had it. Um, this is this is a classic movie that's like, oh, the last 45 minutes of Ocean's Eleven are on TBS before the football game. Great. Right. <laughs> I'm in. Yep. I can jump in at any point in this movie because it's essentially just one long plot. Oh, yeah. It's there. There's not a whole lot of character development. It's just it's just the heist. Right. From the get go. We're learning about them setting up the heist. Yeah. And it's so cool because it opens with just sounds of prisoners complete cold open yeah which is like weird once like that's not what i remember i remember the little less conversation a little more action yeah. please do, 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 do. that's like the yeah. theme of the movie right. is just, that and then <laughs> and rightly so right? right like that's how i feel i just get excited go like yeah and all jazzy that's cool but i don't remember it being like cold open yeah i forgot about that entirely prisoner doors like jail uh, jail cells all that it's pretty cool um, yeah, I love I love uh, a good. I mean, I've said on this podcast before, probably when we talked about Baby Driver, like I love a good heist film and it's, Game Night, I, right? I, yeah, and Game Night exactly. It's one of my favorite. It's probably my favorite type of movie to watch. Yeah, yeah. I love a good getting the gang together montage. Yes, <laughs> and there are 
and this, this one's like done a half well. an hour of that and it's done well with yeah. this one too because it's it's tongue-in-cheek it? enough right where we're like yeah we're we're making a movie this is a movie and right yeah we'll get there when we talk about directing but i think that leads right to the acting like this is when you think of george when i think of george clooney i think of these movies yeah, like I think this of Danny is Ocean. vintage clooney yeah um and same with brad pitt this is like vintage brad pitt like fight yeah. club and this is what i think of like classic brad pitt yes this i mean especially because this is like the first movie where people were like wait does he eat in every fucking movie he's right, in right. is he always eating well and he came out and said like he made a distinct choice yeah. in this because he was hungry one day because they were filming straight through lunch and of course he's been work he works out like crazy so he's like yo i gotta eat i'm fucking starving yeah Oh, what if that's my character's thing? Yeah. And then the rest of his career, that's just, he just what he does. He eats yeah. all the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I have written here in my notes, right, Matt Damon. I, I do too. <laughs> I was like, oh I was yeah. Like, Sometimes I forget Matt Damon's in this yeah, movie. Yeah, and he's so good in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I read that that Mark Wahlberg was also considered for that oh, role. Oh, Matt Damon's so much better. Oh, I know. But it's so interesting to think, like, at that point, they were both kind of the same type. Right, and they They're were like, both coming off huge hits in 98. Um, Mark Wahlberg in Boogie Nights and and Matt da- Damon in, in Goodwill Hunting. So they are yep. both, like, they both did did a couple other small things before. Right, Matt time. Damon, I think, talented Mr. Ripley's around this time. Born, little, yeah. Did Born start right around this time? I think Born's a touch later. Okay. Either way, this is like, it is. It's the beginning. Because you can tell if if this movie's made today, Matt Damon plays George Clooney's role. Mm. I feel like he's this. He's more of the suave character now and less of the... Because I feel like I connect Matt Damon in this movie to his character in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. But I don't connect the guy from The Martian, the guy from yeah. the Bourne trilogy, the, you know... I just have never really thought of Matt Damon being entirely suave. Yeah. Um, is not a, is not a attribute. He's definitely not as smooth, suave as Clooney. No. I mean... It's smooth. quintessential, right? Yeah. You, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, right. There's a reason that this the the original is Frank Sinatra. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Have you have you seen the original? No. I haven't either. It makes me because I think this is a good time to go to the uh, go to the, the the directing. I feel like the 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 way in which they do like the side by side frames and the like sweep across and the, all of those things are very sixties esque. Yeah, in the filming style, and I think it's a. It's also just very Soderbergh. Like that's just very much up his alley. Traffic right. is the same way. Yeah, but um, I feel like there's more of a there's more of a stylized choice in this to honor. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, sort yeah. of classic '60s Vegas Rat Pack kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but I agree with you. Yeah, and I I think this is like when you think Soderbergh. Yeah, like this is the exaggerated version of yeah his and style. you really see it in oceans 12 yes um yeah. oceans 12 is excellent yeah um absolutely um i read here that that steven soderbergh originally wanted to shoot this movie in black and white huh uh warner brothers said he could if he drastically reduced the budget and then soderbergh was like yeah, never mind. Yeah, nah, bro. Yeah, because they filmed all of these like in the Bellagio, and yeah. like the Bellagio gave them actual security footage and all this shit that like that's insane. Yeah, and to have this huge cast, 
Yeah. You know, of like of, big names. Yeah. Yeah. They're huge. Yeah. Huge names. In the in the writing world, the one scene that I just want to mention, the when Matt Damon and Andy Garcia and Bernie Mac are in the interrogation oh, room, man. that scene is so well orchestrated and, and conceived. And it's I think a lot of it is just Bernie Mac doing what Bernie Mac does best. Right. It's so funny. Yeah. And so like it's just the quips. There's just the right amount of like panache but while still driving the plot i just think it's really excellent oh yeah me too and i mean in general the the pitter patter in this movie the yeah. di- the pacing of the dialogue i feel like is a credit to the writing and the actors but when you have like the just all of the dialogue between clooney pitt and damon just bum 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 yeah. bum 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 pause bum 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 i mean they just got this great thing which is so cool yeah, which is so interesting that those that that exists in a simultaneous world because there's so many going back to the tracking shots. Um, there's so many moments in this movie where you're just watching somebody walk through a hall. Oh yeah, like I would say t- you spend 15 or 20 minutes com- cumulatively watching people walk through halls in this movie. <laughs> right, right. Halls or aisleways or yeah, right. Even street like on from one place going from one place to another while trying not to get caught. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's really awesome. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, I agree completely. I mean, in general, the the ensemble is so good. I mean, yeah. Don Cheadle probably shouldn't have been cast in this movie. He, well, he should not have done that terrible dialogue. Right. And I read for Ocean's 12 that he wanted to drop it, but they were like, you can't. It's, it's your character. You made that, like. <laughs> you made that dumb yeah. choice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Julia Roberts has more of a role in the second movie. Yeah. She does not get a lot to do with this. Yeah, one. in this one it's kind of sad because you're like you're literally just eye candy. Right. Like, after after in the same year doing Aaron Brockovich. Right. Yeah. Or close to the same year. Yeah, I mean, at a point in her career where like she's she's probably on the backside of her peak but still at the peak. Yeah, at this absolutely. Point. And she again, it I feel better about it because in the second movie she has a, a lot more to do and and yeah. actual like stuff to do um yeah the 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 only other thing i wanted to bring up was like i I really enjoyed the color in this movie i thought the color was done really well because like they they use that sort of theatrical lighting of the casino world of like the spots on people but right there's no natural light right and and they they bump up that color i thought really well um which is really exciting and, and fun to just makes it a beautiful movie other than that, like, it's just freaking fun. It's a good fun. time. It's a good like, time. It's a fun time. Kick back and, like, like you and I have seen this, like we said, a bunch of different I, times. I've probably seen it a dozen times. And still, we were both like, wait, remind this... me the twists and turns in <laughs> yeah. the ending here? Yeah. Like, how, how does it twist and turn? How exactly does this work? Yeah, which is such a credit to the writing. And, and it's one of those things, like you said, you can tune in and out and just, like, enjoy it on a surface level. But there is a deeper there is a deeper plot line if you read into it a little bit. Yeah, I also just don't know that that plot pre- passes the pressure test. Like, the oh, moment sure. you apply a moment of scrutiny to it, though, the plot falls apart. Yeah, maybe. But, but that's what's I, fun about it, right, right? Right, Yeah, I'm and not the, applying The fact scrutiny. that it's impossible. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. They rob three casinos with 12 guys, you know? Because yeah. you got to include Andy Garcia. 
even though Ocean's 11. But it's it's Ocean plus 11. It's Ocean's possessive 11. Oh, okay, yeah, so it is 12 people? Yeah. In total? I think so. Math! That's what your synopsis said, at least. I guess so. I don't know. Danny just... Ocean and his 11 colleagues. And his I... 11 colleagues, that's true. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, I always have to, like, I always try to go through and, like, remember in my head who they are. I was like, yeah. Boy, I'm forgetting, like, six. Well, I get so confused <laughs> because then there's 12 and then there's 13. And I'm and like, and then there's the guy that beats him up, and you're like, well, is he actually part of it? Right, right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah, and Casey Affleck is good in this movie. Yeah. You're like, nice. Okay. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, So, so when do you. Oh, wait. Sorry, I had to say. I'm sorry. I had to say this because I knew you would appreciate this. George Clooney during the the filming of this had a keg installed in his room of Guinness, so that he would just excellent because all of the lead guy, all the lead people for the duration of filming just stayed in seven thousand square foot villas of the Bellagio. Yeah, that's fantastic. The amount of like, oh my, that's. 12 plus people. Yep. Living in these 7,000 square feet. Oh my God. Anyway. So when do you watch it? I think we've said it a number of times. Like when you're just looking for a good time, like it's a great, but on the background movie, it's also really fun to sit down and watch a crime caper. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's an anytime movie for me. Yeah. This, this lives in the world with, uh, with the Italian job gone in 60 seconds, you know, in, in, similar style of wanting to watch movies in, in that way yeah for me i don't like either of those movies oh so really I disagree oh i love i love the italian job i think that's i think that's super fun uh gone in 60 seconds is just a just fun yeah you know but um uh this one i really like watching when i'm like when you want to have a movie when you want to have like a double feature night so like you have a group of friends come over and like hey let's it's perfect all three of them are on there throw it on You've seen it a bunch of times, but you can just play cards. You can have like a night and you yeah. just have Oceans 11 and 12 on. And there's four hours of, because they're about two hours each. And yep. It's a good night. And then if you get to 13, then Al Pacino gets involved. Right. <laughs> and it just gets even more ridiculous. Now you saw Oceans 8, yeah? I did. And I, cause I missed it when it was in theaters. It was good, right? Yeah. I it, it doesn't need to be labeled an Oceans movie. They did that for marketing. I wish like... The heist has nothing to do with anybody. I mean, Sandra Bullock's character is kind of related to George Clooney's character, but mm-hmm. and, and her and Sandra Elliot Bullock's Gould character is her last name is Ocean. Is Ocean. She's an Ocean. She's a sister. I okay, think. I see. Um, yeah, it's it's good. It's fun. Okay, it's a good time. Yeah, we'll check that out um, too. Yeah, it's it's a little edited to death. Like cut. There's a lot you can sense that's on the cutting room floor floor because it was like we got to make this an hour and forty five. Mm. Um. And it feels like it, the movie wants to be like two ten mm-hmm. with, yeah. That's but I I really enjoyed it. I yeah, had a fun time. Like I said, I'll sit down and watch most caper films. Oh yeah, so. yeah. We've already said two Mission Impossible's like yeah. any day of the week. Well, this has been fun. Check out Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Twelve, Ocean's Thirteen on Hulu right now, and apparently on Crackle. Yep, we love Crackle. <laughs> Crackle. <laughs> Why'd you just turn into like Jimmy Stewart? Crackle. Getting in my getting the holiday spirit with the thirty seven Hallmark movies. Cl- Cl- Clarence. Clarence. I'm going to watch this on Crackle. Oh no. And on that note, uh, we'll see you next week. Join us for the following previews. 
Okay, Jack, we're on the air in five, four, three, two, one. Hey, it's Monday morning, and I'm Jack Lucas. In the world of talk radio, Jack Lucas was king. Look, I said I want an offer they can forget it. To stay on top, he did whatever he had to. Forgive me! But one day, Jack went too far. It was Mr. Lucas's offhand remark that seemed to have fatal impact on Mr. Malnick. No matter what I have, it feels like I have nothing. Yo, what's going on? And just when he was about to give up on his own life, he stumbled into Perry's. And I am that degenerate and remove your presence. I like New York in June. How about you? You know who I am? A hood ornament. No. I'm a knight on a special quest. A quest. And I need help. You're out of your mind! Yes! Now, Jack has to do something he's never done before. Isn't she a vision? I'm deeply smitten. Help someone else. I thought that if I could get him this, uh, this girl that he loves, things would change for me. Let's do it right here. Let's go to that place of splendor in the grass. And this is Perry. Perry. Perry, Perry. No, it is Perry. Oh, like Moses. <laughs> I think they were made for each other. <laughs> Scary, but true. Sometimes, to find yourself... I'm the janitor of God. You find some pretty wonderful things in the trash. You have to risk it all. Bingo! I'm not doing that. Robin Williams, Jeff Bridges, The Fisher King. I love this guy! Really hug me in public again. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of The Storyboard. Be sure to join us on Monday, November 19th for our discussion of Robin Williams in The Fisher King. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about that Me movie. Me too. It's going to be so fun. If you haven't seen it, definitely watch it, rewatch it. It was so different from what I remember. Yeah, me too. So yeah, tune in this Monday for that. And uh, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, um, at Movies in the Buff, Twitter at Buff Movies. Drop us a line at watchingmoviesinthebuff at gmail.com if you want to email us. Uh, and uh, I think uh, with that, I think Humphrey can take it to the baby town. What do you think? Take it to the baby town. Hilda, I'm no good at being noble, but it doesn't take much to see that the problems of three little people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. Someday you'll understand that. Now, now. Here's looking at you, kid.